You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Fearless Business Podcast, sharing with you the business behind running a business. We're your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Mary Clavier. Each week, we'll be bringing you great guests, insights from our experiences, and a behind-the-scenes look at all the topics you may be afraid to tackle in your business, but shouldn't be. So sit back, get comfy, and let's get started. Welcome to episode 119 of the Fearless Business Podcast. This is Jamie, and I'm here with my co-host, Mary. And today we are bringing you one of our Fearless Founder episodes. I am very excited about this episode because I know the two women that are going to be coming on, and I am actually maybe one of their biggest customers. Uh, today we are talking to the two women who started of the very popular Instagram boutique, ISO Style. They were really one of the first people to ever create this type of boutique, and I'm very excited to chat with them today about their journey. Uh, Mary, do you shop uh, ISO Style? I do. I do. (laughs) Yeah, I have gotten things there. And also their customer service, I have to say, is fantastic. Oh, I mean... Yeah, their stuff is cute. I feel like yeah. we have to talk a little bit about what it is. So people have a contest. If you go to their Instagram handle shop at shop ISO style, you'll see um, it is basically a curated boutique in Instagram, which is why it made sense for us to have them come on during right. June social media week. Every Monday, Wednesday and Friday at noon, they post an item for sale. And the first people, first come, first serve. And you have to basically post want it and your size. Yeah, there's been a few times that I missed out on things that I was like, oh, I really wanted that. But then other times I'm like, it's probably good. Otherwise, I would be (laughs) buying too many things. They, um, yeah, no, there's definitely, I have them, they are like one of the few notifications. So when they post, it pops up. To be honest, like, Personally, I was hesitant to be ordering clothes online because they just, I'm like old school like that. Like I try it on. It's, I find it a hassle, but I did order a few things with them and loved everything and actually didn't have to return anything. So they take returns too. They do. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They're awesome. And if you DM them, no, so I should stay with a little bit of backstory and you'll hear this in the interview. We know them. They're local to Hoboken, although they are like nationwide I completely geeked out because they have like celebrity following and one of their followers is the woman who plays Rosa on Brooklyn Nine-Nine and it gives me pop when I saw she posted I follow her on um, Instagram and I saw she had tagged them on Insta stories and I immediately texted them like (laughs) how do you know Rosa which is not her real name but (laughs) so they have a lot of celebrity followers 
and they don't know her. She just was introduced to them and she really likes their style and she buys from them. Um, but they started in Hoboken and you'll hear the story of how it started and, and where the idea came from and how they've scaled it. It's, you can learn so much from their, from what they've done, but, um, they're one of their, uh, Lauren, one of the founders is, um, her son is in class with my son. So we really yeah. know each other. Yeah. So you sort of slide into their DMs and you ask them questions about fit. But they said now they don't know the majority of their customers and they still know from the people coming in to be able to talk to them about fit. And so oh, they'll answer cool. any questions. I mean, they know all my measurements. So Yeah, I <laughs> I, I've asked them questions before I've gotten a few things and they were super helpful with size. Oh, so fun. I didn't even think about that for people that they didn't know and then invite advising them on size because I knew them too. So it was maybe like easier, but. Well, yeah, they both come cool. from fashion. So they use that background in order to be able to provide the customer service. But it is honestly one of my favorite business stories. I have a ton of respect for the two of them because they yeah. saw they had an idea and they just went with it. And so I definitely feel like it, it's they were first to the market. Yeah. And the other thing I'm really so fascinated by and I'm like impressed by is they've been copied a million times and they just keep doing just their keep thing. Going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't Super care. Super creative. Like they just, because when I first saw it, I was like, oh, interesting. But also, you know, when something is like brand new, you're like, oh, I wonder like, is that going to work? Like, it, and it looked super cool. And now it's like as if it always existed. It's, right? Like, doesn't it seem weird? Yes, it's brilliant. I have yeah. so much respect for them um, as business owners and what they've created. And I really do look at them as they have such a clear brand identity, yep. clear brand voice, uh, and they just do their thing and they're really successful at it. They have these cool mystery boxes. Have you ever followed the mystery box? I did. I haven't ordered one. So I'm like, oh, am I going to get one? I don't know. I've I've thought about it a couple of times. Have you gotten one? One, they sell out and I'm not kidding. Five. Seconds. I know this. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that. And I've gotten one and it was early on when I was one, I'm one of the early adopters. Yeah. I was definitely one of their first clients. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I see cute fashion. I'm like, I will yeah. buy it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and their style is very similar to mine. So it works out really well. But uh, yeah, I got one. It was, it was the greatest day. <laughs> I have not successfully gotten a mystery box since. Maybe you'll be due for one soon. Not even putting them on the podcast is going to get me a mystery box. (laughs) We will find a way. We'll all turn on notifications and then whoever gets access will give their box to Jamie. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I want one so bad. I've, I've like a group of friends that we all follow it and we're like, did you get one? They're like, no. Yeah. They even have so many cute, like sweat clothes. And I'm like, do I really need more sweat clothes? No, I don't. But, but they're they're cute. Yeah, it's good. So I think everybody's really going to enjoy hearing their story and how they came up with it. And now they've scaled. So they've got, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to ruin it, but you'll hear how they've gone from just two people doing this out of their apartment to a full, I mean, they've got huge plans. So definitely worth tuning in, listening to their story. And you definitely get some, if you love fashion the way I love fashion, you'll geek out completely. And they started it after they had kids. Yeah, that's how they met. Yeah. Is their, yeah. their kids are the same age. Yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive. cool. So let me tell you a little bit about them and then we can go on to the interview. Created in 2017, ISO Style is an Instagram boutique specializing in fast fashion at great prices. 
It is founded by Lauren Russell and Jess Somek. The two fashion industry insiders met through their sons and instantly became good friends, bonding over many things, including their love of shopping. During one of their many playdates, the concept for the company was formed. Veterans of the fashion industry, Lauren and Jess sought to combine their passion for fashion and mutual obsession with online shopping by creating ISO Style. Lauren has been in the fashion industry for over 15 years and has experience in both wholesale and retail. Most recently, Lauren was the contemporary women's trend buyer at Century 21 department stores. At Century 21, she sourced the most up-to-date trends and delivered high-quality styles at amazing prices. Jess has been in the fashion and beauty industry for over a decade with expertise in strategic public relations, marketing, and event production. Prior to launching ISO Style, Jess was the brand communications and events director at Victoria's Secret, where she oversaw brand management, global PR strategy, the annual fashion show, and celebrity influencer relationships. Uniting online shopping and social media, ISO Style streamlines the process by allowing users to shop directly from Instagram without leaving the platform. Each item is curated by our professional stylists sourcing quality and style. ISO Style has been featured in People.com, Inc.com, NASDAQ, HobokenGirl.com, and is loved by celebrities and influencers, and us, for reinventing the shopping experience by making online shopping even easier. And now on to the interview. I am so excited to be here today with um, two of my favorite business owners, actually, because I am probably one of their biggest customers. (laughs) Today, I am joined by Lauren and Jess from ISO Style. Thank you guys so, so much. Thank you for having us. We're really excited to be here. Yay. So I'm going to let you guys tell your story and tell about what you do. But I'm going to start by saying that they run one of the coolest... Instagram boutiques, I guess we would call it. Um, I probably buy from you guys, I don't know, weekly. And every week, my husband's like, did you Venmo? Oh, ISO style. And then the package will come a week or two later. And he's like, oh, ISO style. And I'm not I'm not going to apologize for it because your clothing is amazing. So please introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your business. Hi, I'm Lauren Russell, and um, our business is called ISO Style, and it's based on Instagram. We post three items a week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at noon. Um, It's a curated selection of contemporary women's clothing that Jess and I select each season. We try to bring out the most coveted styles of the season to make shopping easier for our customers. It it works. (laughs) It's just amazing. How did you come up with this idea? Like nobody was doing this when you guys started. So Lauren and I actually met through our sons. Um, Both of our sons went to the same nursery school and we would do play dates together. And we kind of both had the same backstory. So both Lauren and I were in the fashion industry, the corporate fashion industry. We left to take care of our children and to be at home just because it became too tedious to be in the fashion industry and to travel as much as we were doing and also take care of our our little children. Lauren had just had her second child. I was, I I obviously knew I wanted to have another myself and we would hang out every day after school and and we just had all of these things in common, including our love of online shopping. And we would always tell each other like, oh, we got this or like, did you see 
this site, they had this. And simultaneously, we were also getting texts from our friends where her friend would text Lauren and say, oh, I have a wedding this weekend. Can you send me some links of things that you'd like? I would have friends who would text me and they would say, oh, um, I need a jacket, but I don't want it to be too expensive. Have you seen anything that you like? So we were both kind of doing this personal shopping, online shopping for our friends. And it was on one of a play, a play date that we had where we said, oh my God, what if we started a store? And it existed solely on Instagram and we could curate items where people would look at other, you know, Bloomingdale's or, or major department stores and they would just be inundated with, with options, options for jeans, options for dresses. And I think that people were looking for simplified services, simplified items um, that they knew were cool. They were validated by both Lauren and I. We, we liked them. We thought the fit was good. It was a good price. It was a good value. There was something that we could see and that we people trust our trusted our opinion. That's kind of how it started, that we wanted to provide people a feed of curated items that were hand selected by us at a good price point. And that's kind of, that's how it started. That's so how long from idea that moment where you're like, we need to do this to your first execution to the first post? Probably two months, maybe it took, you know, we needed to really hone in on the idea and exactly how it was going to work and really think about it. Do you think it was less than looking at Justin? No, oh. no, no, no. I was thinking, no, I mean, we took time to like get our ducks in the row. Like we formed an LLC. We had a partnership agreement. Like we kind of had these like legal ducks in a row. We, we weren't, we weren't, we didn't just like have an Instagram handle and then like kind of figure out later, we we definitely organize things in advance. We and I feel like that was really helpful for us. We thought things through, we had an execution plan, we had graphics, we had a, a graphic designer, like, th- it wasn't just kind of like we threw things on an Instagram page, and we tried to see if someone would buy it. It this was a little is, bit, it was definitely more thought out. This then. is my favorite answer I've ever gotten. I spend, I think, I don't know, the last seven years being like, please just spend a little time. <laughs> just a little and two months, right? Like that's not a lot of time in the scheme of things, but you probably went in with so much confidence because you knew what you were doing. You had plans set in stone. You guys were friends ahead of time. And so I want to talk about that navigating partners, friendship to then partnership. And so how did you handle that? I think it was very seamless. Jess and I are very similar personalities. We complement each other and our skill sets complement each other. And I think um, we really respect each other's opinion and advice, and we have very similar taste levels. So it's just been a really easy transition. We just get—it's like we we are—we always say we're sisters from another mister. We were <laughs> meant to be friends, and it was just—it was kismet, really. We tag team a lot, so like there'll be something where. Lauren will um, like, okay, like, do you want to do this element today? Do you want to do, we talk about things in advance, but we, we definitely play off of each other often. And I feel like we try not to let th- anything slip through the cracks because we'll, you know, answer each other's emails or, or we'll, you know, if someone's writing an email to me, but like Lauren knows the answer, she'll just chime in with, with the response it, we we definitely tag team a lot. Do you guys have any staff that helps you or is it just the two of you? We actually just hired um, a contractor. So someone, our other friend, Rebecca Tesler. You hired Rebecca? Yes. Ah! (laughs) That is so exciting. Yes. So um, it's really exciting because we've had kind of help 
um, in other areas before, obviously, like with a, a graphic designer or, you know, we outsource our legal help or like, you know, our accounting our you know, obviously there's elements where those aren't our strong suit. But with Rebecca, we've been able to we're growing and, and, you know, there's definitely a little bit more work than just the two of us can handle. So why not hire your friends? <laughs> that is awesome. That is very exciting. So yeah. how do you, from when the time that it started, when did you know this is going to work? That's a good question. It, it was not instantaneous, but we did start getting, receiving orders and our friends were very excited because basically I was always a personal shopping for my friends and I was a buyer at Century 21 and they would always make me pull clothes for them and um, I would have to like do personal shopping. So now it was just basically doing that, but just for myself, for our store. Um, so it just, it started with our, our friends as our customers friends and family, and then it became their friends and their family. And it kind of was this little bubble in Hoboken. And then it started going to the outskirts of all the little surrounding towns of Hoboken. And it's kind of grown outwards from there. Now you're everywhere. And I would say like the moment that we realized that this was like really something interesting, I would say was like when we started getting customers that we didn't know. Mm. Like, so, so there was a handful of first you know, first adapters who were friends of friends of friends, even within Hoboken, who we didn't know them, both Lauren and I had never met them. And that's kind of like the moment when we would get super excited when people would buy things. And if like, they didn't know Lauren or myself. And now, obviously, the majority of our customers aren't people that we know, even though I would say that we feel like we know them. We've definitely built like a rapport with people who, you know, we don't know physically, but we know them virtually. Well, we slide into your DMs to ask you some very serious right, fit that, questions. Definitely. I think we've had you and you and oh, I, yeah. have, we've had some serious conversations. Oh, for sure. I'm like, girl, right? I, like, I, need, I need to know, like, is this going to fit the hips? And, and you yeah. guys are so, that's one thing too. The customer service is unbelievable. You guys answer so quickly. How do you think you've managed, how do you manage that? Because I feel like you must get a burst because you sell out within what, five minutes of posting usually? It depends. Um, it depends on the day, depends on the item. I've kind of, so we have different responsibilities, obviously. It's usually, typically, I'm the one that does the post and responds to the customers. Um, Jess is very good at fit questions, though, so I refer, uh, defer to her a bunch. I'll side text her and be like, this person said this. What do you think? She's really good at that. I don't know. It's, it's kind of just, I don't know. It's, we've gotten it down to a science now, but I do. we do like to answer people quickly because we also really need to know the size because we have to then know if, what's available and what's left and what color. So we kind of have to like be very quick. So the first couple hours after a post are very intense. I'd say from 12 to 2, it's very intense. I would imagine. Yeah. Cause I, I, I get a notification when you guys post. And so yeah. I'm like, Oh, it's there. <laughs> right in. What are your most popular items that people jump on the quickest besides your very famous mystery batches, which I want to talk about how that came about because those things sell out within seconds yeah. to the dismay of many, many women <laughs> around <Yeah>. the country. <laughs> But what sells best and how did you figure that out? I would say the mystery boxes probably are number one. You know, we do really well with denim recently. We that we have um, one of our denim vendors who we really love 
we love working with this vendor. So it's really exciting that we get to support him through our customers. Denim, we do really well on rompers and jumpsuits. I feel like people love rompers and jumpsuits because it's so easy. One piece dressing is is super, super easy for people. Have, have you changed anything since COVID? We started in um, at the end of March when COVID happened, we stopped t- buying into the trends that were like dresses or date night tops, or, you know, we were able to kind of pivot and work with our vendors and utilize our relationships with our vendors to kind of stop the process that we would have normally been receiving orders on like date night shirts or like denim jeans we didn't take in at that time. And we kind of pivoted to focus on items that would keep you cute and cozy, but comfortable within your own home and on Zooms. But then now as everyone is kind of you know, as the country is opening up again, and especially in the Northeast, we've kind of expanded that we're we're going to obviously now sell um, cover ups, people are going to be going to the beach, we really kind of try to take the temperature of what's going on in our customers lives, and offer them items that are going to enhance their their life. So do you have communications with your customers outside of say, Instagram? Are you solely just getting to know them? And you're sort of that in touch with your customers that you know who that person is? Have you created an avatar, as people like to say, or do you just kind of know? It feels like to me, your business is all like instinct. You guys had an awesome idea. You had some background. You're like, yeah, this makes sense. I can do this. And you did it. And it's so it's so cool. (laughs) Well, also, like the customer is Lauren and I, like we are (laughs) our customers. Like that's who like and if I'm not going, if I don't feel that like I'm going to buy white jeans until I feel like I can wear them outside my house. Like we're not going to sell white jeans until we can wear them out of our house. And I remember there was a one point where Lauren and I, Lauren, you and I texted about denim shorts. Like, oh, I wore denim shorts this weekend. We should probably sell denim <laughs> shorts again. Like, like when it, the weather was getting warm enough and people were starting to see other humans. Like, okay, well, you know, I'm I'm not just sitting teaching my kid kindergarten. I'm also you know, going out and I can see my neighbors if we're both wearing masks. So let's freshen this up a little bit and start to wear. I mean, I don't think we're going to be wearing like selling sequin tops anytime soon. Probably not. Summer, but <laughs> we're hopeful. <laughs> so between the time that you started and it started to grow, was it prim- completely word of mouth or did you do any marketing? In the beginning, it was total word of mouth. We ran very small ads on Instagram, but really we didn't invest hardly anything. It was, we, we noticed mostly word of mouth. We did do a few partnerships. So I would say that up until 2019, we probably didn't spend any, we spent very little on our marketing budget. We, like Lauren mentioned, we did a couple of um, very low buys with like Instagram ads. I would say 2019 was the year that we started to expand um, within marketing. We created a brand video. We put some ad dollars behind our brand video. We did some partnerships with influencers. And I think that those like 2019 was definitely our our highest marketing budget year. We spent probably that was our our biggest spend, I would say, other than the cost of goods. And this year, right now, we haven't done a, a huge we haven't had a huge marketing budget. We've kind of allocated our dollars elsewhere, you know, and I can even speak to that. But Lauren and I are um, using a distribution center now. So mm-hmm. previously, we had actually all done it out of our house. So I was packing things up and every item. And, you know, sometimes when we sell 30 items in a day, like that's kind of small and that's 
obtain, you know, that's definitely something that we can handle. Um, but we started more and more, which is a very good thing. And we're very lucky. We spent, sometimes we would, we would do a hundred orders in a day, 150 orders in a day. And those were the pieces that kind of got a little bit relentless. But for COVID, we were kind of working with a distribution center or and moving towards a distribution center. And during COVID, of course, all this like craziness happens and we still decided to move forward with this. And um, we were onboarding the past month and we're um, working with a warehouse and it's a distribution center as well. There'll be some like a, some minor changes within our um, platform where it won't be so, I would say we're going to be working with a, with an automated system moving forward. So we're working with a programmer so that it won't be so manual, which leaves room for Lauren and I to make human error mistakes when someone gives us their contact information or maybe a new shipping address. So we're hoping that things, the automated system will make things a little bit more seamless for the customer. That's amazing. And are you going to stay on Instagram as your platform? Yes. Yes. The customer service, the customer experience is the same. We still will have you comment, want it. We'll still be reaching out to you via DM, any questions that you have. There's no difference there. We don't want to change the customer experience at all. We think that the personal touch that we have is very important and we like to be there for our customers. The only thing that's going to change is instead of us sending you a Venmo request, you can we're going to DM a link and you'll just complete your purchase through the link and then that purchase will go to our warehouse and it'll get fulfilled there. That's the autom- that's the automated process that we're referring to. The manual labor of entering the orders in Excel every single night and just packing it up like was just consuming way too much of our time. So it's taken us a little bit to figure out how we can still maintain the customer experience while being able to automate our system a little bit, just make better use of our time so we can focus on new vendors and new categories and just other things that we haven't had the time to focus on. That is so cool. So this is yeah. really like the way that you guys scaled. So what year did it start? Remind me, it was a couple years ago, right? 2017. I, that's what I thought. Because I was one of those very first people. I remember meeting you guys for the first time after, but I was definitely one of the very first Hoboken people who knew somebody who knew somebody and was right. like, you got to get on this Instagram. <laughs> And so 2017, you start, it sounds like 2018, were you getting your footing and just sort of figuring it out? And so then what made you decide after you sort of felt more confident, okay, I'm ready to invest in the business and um, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you did marketing first. Um, And so what made you make that decision? Why did you pick marketing and how did you know you felt comfortable to be able to put money back into the business in that way? I think that um, for us putting money is is really growing our customer base. And that's kind of where we wanted the return on our investment. So for us at that point, um, it was really important for us to have an increase in followers that were actually tried and true followers. They weren't people, they weren't bots. You know, for us, we have um, like a little bit over 5,000 followers, which isn't a, a huge amount, but they're all genuine, real customers. They're, there's, you know, no no uh, buying customers on our side. Um, because really, it doesn't matter that if we bought followers, we want customers, we, we right. you know, the number to us means a little bit less. And I think that marketing was a really good way that we could grow our customer base and introduce people who don't necessarily know about us to to them. And so we could we, we spent money on Instagram ads. That's, I love it. And then so then your next 
step was then this distribution center, which sounds like a pretty big step yeah. um, to make yeah. that. So how That's did you scary. go about? I would say this has been the scariest um, moment for our business. Everything yeah. else was kind of, like the marketing video. It was like really fun. And it was kind of weird to put ourselves out there in that way. But it was really fun. And this was very, you know, working with our distribution center and then also working with a programmer. I don't want to say legitimized our business, but it made it very serious. That's exciting. It's scary because Jess and I are so used to touching everything and being so involved in everything. So now that we're giving up some of the control, it's very scary. But if we want to grow and scale our business, then this is the next step that we're going to have to take. You know, we definitely don't ever want to lose who we are or where we came from and the idea of the company. We That's very important to us. The customer service, the feedback, the, you know, how does it look? How, how does this fit? Can you tell me what size that would be? All of those things. We never want to lose that because that's what makes us who we are. But we just needed to figure out how we could scale. And this was probably one of the biggest decisions that we ever made. That is exciting. It is very terrifying to scale that way. Yeah, I had to scale in a different way at the law firm. Mine just involved building staff. And it was equally as terrifying. <laughs> but it's then I feel when you are so used to touching everything, controlling everything, and then you relinquish some of that control. That's mm-hmm. very terrifying. Yeah. How long did it take you before you were like, I'm, we're going to do it. We're ready. We just started growing out of Jess's house. I mean, it's her, it's her house. She, you know, we live in Hoboken. Space is limited. We can't, <laughs> you can't be um, packing 500 um, pairs of denim shorts a week. It's just not realistic. Um, and we just, you know, we wanted to figure out what would, what would be the best way we could do it. So we did research on some distribution centers and just found this one and it was a really good fit for us and it's very close to home so we feel like if we need anything if we ever have to go there we can just hop in the car it's like 10 minutes away from where we live and this way you know we can still be hands-on yeah oh I'm so excited for this next chapter to see how it goes you guys have incredibly strong brand identity and voices it is so clear your posts and who you are that I feel like it is doable. And you guys are a great example of a way to scale something that feels so personal, but you are still managing to reach a greater audience. Um, and so I think that's awesome. And I'm, I'm excited to watch it happen. So Thank you. yes, no. And you guys just, you know, I'm huge fans. So I would absolutely love it if you could tell everybody where they could find you. And when you post again, remind everyone, because I have a feeling some of our listeners are going to be very excited to check you guys out. And I really appreciate you sharing the story because I know that, you know, this is, it's so personal, like when you grow a business and this is so much of the two of you in this business. So thank you guys for sharing that and being open about how just scary scaling can be. (laughs) (laughs) So please tell everyone where they can find you. You can find us on Instagram at shop ISO style and check us out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at noon. We post new styles, comment quickly. Um, comment wanted to purchase, want it on the post to purchase because items sell out quickly. Fast, very fast. And you have some famous followers too, which yeah. every once in a while I'll be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't believe this person follows you. <laughs> we get very really cool. excited when, um, you know, we have celebrities or influencers follow us. And again, it's completely, they were all word of mouth. So cool. 
I love it. So I think the moral of your story is like, you guys had a very, very clear point of view. You weren't really paying attention to what anyone else was doing. You saw an idea, you planned it, ran with it and just stay true to yourself. And I think that that is really the recipe for successful business. So thank you guys so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Great speaking with you. Yay. Yeah. It's so easy to shop with them. Everyone should do it. I'm telling you, like, I'm, I'm sorry to everybody listening because you are about to spend all your dollars. Yeah. You have to go check them out. You have to follow it. If anything, one, you're going to buy from them. That's a given, but follow them because you can look at a really incredible example of brand and voice and point of view. And they just curate it so well. It is really an incredible example of how you can harness social media and literally create an entire business. So cool. They are so impressive. So let's talk fashion in the HQ. Y'all know that fashion is is the thing that makes me happiest. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. What are we shopping for now? Let's talk about that. Oh yeah. Fun thing to talk about. Are people shopping for summer vacation stuff? Even if we don't have vacations to go to, I don't know. Uh, shopping for comfy things to wear? Are you shopping for the things you're going to wear when we right. eventually are allowed to go out? Yes. In That's many parts of hopeful. the country. That's very hopeful and positive of you, Jamie. Well, in many parts of the country, people are out. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's so true. Perhaps. That is just they're listening. They're like, what are you guys talking about? Are you shopping for back to school? Because we, our children must go back to school. Because if they <laughs> <Yeah>. don't... <laughs> <sighs> If they don't, uh, they're buying backpacks. There is a very big problem. <laughs> exactly. So tell we, us. We will have an overseas podcast. That's right. That's what we will have. We're moving. California's reopening. If they can reopen, we can reopen. Okay, we're digressing. <laughs> if you are not a member of the Facebook group, you can find us at the Fearless Business Podcast HQ on Facebook. Also at fearlessbusinesspodcast.com or anywhere where you listen to podcasts. And of course, we always love reviews. So please leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and share this podcast. Reviews are amazing too. Please visit fearlessbusinesspodcast.com for more information. If you'd like to connect with Jamie, visit hashtag legal.com. And if you'd like to connect with Mary, visit the transitionscollective.com. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.